Well, I am so excited to introduce you my girlfriend, my very, very good friend, Daphne Wayans. Yay! Yay thank, thank you for coming here. Thank well, you for having me. Oh, it, it, it is such an honor to have you. I have learned so much from our last discussion, which we did on the radio show. But today, I selfishly wanted you to come back because I learned so much from you. And I think everybody watching will learn even more. I actually called you the mommy whisperer. Yes. I hope don't, you don't mind because obviously she doesn't even look like a mommy. But you are, right? I'm definitely a mommy. I'm a mommy first. <laughs> even before Daphne, I'm a mommy. Well, talk about that. Talk about how many kids do you have? What does your day look like? I am a mother of five, five lovely children who, some are grown up now. And um, people think that you only have to be a mom to little kids. So people say to me all the time, like, oh, they're grown up. No, they're grown up, but now is when they get into grown-up trouble, and you're like, being, you're able to assess what you've done over the past 18 years. So I have some that are preparing to fly out of the nest, but you know, this is when the angst come as a mother when you're like, oh my God, did I do a good job? Are their wings strong enough to fly out of the nest? And uh, big things, you know, before you're worried about the corner of the table or them you know, dropping something or hitting their head. This, I'm worried about them driving, and I'm worried about the weather. Every day I wake up and I feverishly check the weather, and I go, <laughs> is it raining? Do they have to drive in the rain today? You are the queen of Google, for sure. Yes, I am the queen of Google. That's my response to everything. <laughs> Don't ask me anything that can be Googled. So, <laughs> short of how are you feeling today, Google it. Well, selfishly, I wish you wrote a book, because you have... So many incredible mommy lessons yes. that, especially those of us who are kind of juggling so much. I mean, mm -hmm. five kids. And not only that, what I love about the first time I met you, you described your children as your best friends, your favorite people in the whole world. It's They really are my favorite people. It's amazing. Every day I'm like... I get to live with my favorite people, even though they drive, that doesn't mean they don't drive me crazy and we don't have our little tiffs, but they, they really make me laugh and bring me so much joy and happiness. And so that is where I fill my cup. I fill my cup with my children because I get so much happiness. And I know it sounds very cliche that my, you know, but when they're little, when they're very little, you're thinking it's going to wear off or it's going to die. It doesn't. It gets more and more intense. So. so you love it even more every day. And so your youngest is how old now? My youngest is, her name is Daphne also, and she's 13. And your oldest? Julie is 23. So there's about a 10-year spread between them. So you have, that's the thing, you have so much knowledge that you have to put into a yes. book or an app for I'm the rest of that. us. So yes, that I'm we definitely going to do that for you. Yeah, because I know you have shared your mommy-isms to, to me, to so many of your good friends. And so today we're going to have a fun discussion. Okay? okay. So this is something that you and I have talked about privately, those of you who don't know. We've talked about this privately about how it would be great to share financial knowledge to children. Please. Right? Please. Oh my God, I wish. A lot of people look to you for mommy advice. Yes. So selfishly, I wanted to have you come about so that we could help other mothers and parents really talk to them about 
talk to their children about money. Yes. Because as we know, millennials now, uh, the largest population on the planet, are now having children. Yes. And you are really someone I look to personally for a mommy advice because, as you know, I have young children. Yes. But, uh, but how do we build a good foundation? I know I have a lot of financial knowledge, mm-hmm. and I know I've done a good job with my young ones. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about when you're, you know, let's talk about you personally. Let's talk a little, get some history. So where did you get your money knowledge? Did your parents talk to you about money? No, my parents did not talk to me about money. They never sat me down. But what I recall is that my, pa- my dad paid the bills. And he was very methodical about paying the bills. And that was the extent. I knew about putting money in the bank. I knew a little bit about savings. And I knew about paying bills. Did you Making go to the money, bank? Yes, I would go to the bank. You make money and you pay bills. And you save a little. That was all I knew about making money. And I moved from my parents' house, where they took care of all the finances, to my husband's house. who he By the time we were... We were married and together, he'd already been making money. So I really didn't learn anything about money until I was well into my 30s. And I had to learn at such a late age. Most of my friends were, I mean, I had an abundance of money, which was a blessing and a curse because I kind of had like a money truck that would come and a money tree I would go and pick money off of. (laughs) And I still had this magical idea about money and how money worked. I didn't understand it as energy. And it wasn't until I found myself single and divorced that I actually saw my first bill, which was terrifying to me because all of my friends had been paying bills. So I literally looked at the bill and said, what does water and power, what do they have to do with each other and why are they on the same bill? And I had to call the company and learn step by step where most people were just paying things and learning in that way. So that was the first thing I had to learn about bills Mm -hmm. and then I had to learn about money but when I learned about money I started with learning about it as energy exchange for your time and energy given Mm -hmm. how how you could get that and generate that Um, and then I had I found that I had a better handle on it than most of my friends because I really had to start from from step one yes I had to start from scratch Um, And I had to learn on very baby steps very late. And I had to undo some thinking, which was that I had this magical idea about money, that I had such abundance of money and uh, like a a unending uh, well of money. So I had to undo some ideas. Well, that's great. I mean, this is this is good to know because sometimes I think we learn the best mm-hmm. when we're forced to learn, right? Mm-hmm. But not only that is when we're open and excited about learning. Yes. So I know it was probably very foreign, but I I, I would think it's probably very empowering at oh. learning about money in your thirties. Yes, yes, it was right? very empowering. But then I also learned on such a simple gradient that I was able to then teach my children about it. But before I even taught my children about money. I got them used to the idea of exchange, like giving something for something. So anything they wanted from me, I'd say, what is your exchange for that? They go, well, I want to go 
um, hang out with my friends at the movie. What is your exchange to the family for that? You're going to be missing and we need your help. What would you like to do to contribute to us for that? Or if you want me to do something to you, what is the exchange for that? Because I knew that if I was the kind of mom who just gave, 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 and I never got them to put any exchange in, that I would create a kind of criminal idea, which is that you get something for nothing. So that was like the first, before I even got to money, that was the first idea of exchange. This is why she is the mommy whisperer. You <laughs> yes. see, because that's so true, because money is just a unit yes. of, you know, of, of credit, energy. Right? Yes. Of energy. I love this. So you've quantified money to your children in a way that they understand. Yes. Not only that, is you make them now children of empathy and thoughtfulness mm -hmm. and Givers. Consider in consideration, considering mm -hmm. not just themselves, but themselves and another person. So, so now they've been doing it for so long that they never just ask for things. Because I see many parents and their children, their children just ask for it. Mm -hmm. And I always say, what did they do to deserve that? Mm -hmm. And not everything is quantified by a task. Sometimes it's just keeping your responsibility in or it's doing the thing that is hard for that kid. Right. So I have different expectations for some kids. I have one kid who's really genius at school. So that's not really the thing that's easy for her, but she's kind of lazy in the rest of life. So her exchange is when she gets up in the morning and does something unusual. But then I have another kid who is very easy to do things around the house and to get her exchange in, but doesn't want to do things in school, has a very difficult time in school. So when she does that, then I acknowledge that in that way. And it's a very individualized things. And sometimes it is for money because, and my children, I was very aware of raising children in affluence because oftentimes they have the hardest time appreciating things because they're given so much and there are so many people who help them that it actually handicaps them. And I could see that. Now, your mommyisms, because this is brilliant, of mm -hmm. defining the give by energy. Now, did you learn that after you had to face your own money realization, or did you were you like this even when you were in a household of, like you said, of, right. of abundance? I learned how to articulate it later. But remember, I went to college in, in my home, being a mother and raising a family and having this big uh, lifestyle, kind of celebrity lifestyle with a big staff and managing them all. I didn't know I was running my, I was CEOing my own little company, but in fact I was. And I later, when I had to articulate to my children, I realized they're going to have to learn these things. Why would I wait until they're out of college to teach them this right. when I could teach them now? I would sit them beside me and go, here are bills. Help me to do this. This is how much money we have. This is how much we have to spend. And just in these simple terms, rather than most times people think, put the children away so that they're out of the way and I can handle this. No, they're going to grow into this. And so in the book that you want me to write, <laughs> which will be something Mommy Whisperer by the Mommy Whisperer. Um, you must. I, yes, one of the chapters is start them how you'd like for them to end. So my whole idea is about reverse engineering. So you go, okay, well, I want them to be confident to leave the, to leave the nest. In order for me to feel confident, I would want them to know about finances and money and to be responsible in that way. Mm -hmm. So... Let me just start with the things I'm already doing in my life mm -hmm. because college doesn't necessarily teach you about 
the application, like how the things apply to life. Mm -hmm. So you're learning all of these things and you're getting a good education, but then how does that actually fit and function into life? Mm -hmm. So if I'm sitting there handling things and handling money and and as I learn it, I Mm -hmm. sat them down with me and explained in very simple terms. Right. I love this. So do along the way. I mean, this is incredible. I want to talk about um, now with your children today. Would you consider them financially savvy? Like, are they mindful of money? Like, or is there more work to be done? I think there's always more work to be done because they have to, now my children are learning to make money. So some of them now are working and making their own money and there are things that never occur to them that don't occur for so long until you say, one of my daughters said, um, I worked for this much, where did the rest of my money go? And I go, oh, that's called taxes. And she goes, why did they take so much? Well, this is what they take. And and then she goes, what are they used for? So then we had to go through that. No one tells you when you have a job that they're taking taxes. And taxes can be this mysterious um, kind of ethereal thing. Like, what are taxes? Is it a monster? Is it a, you know, it can be something very scary. So we had to go through that. But there's more learning. I feel like I have so much learning to do myself. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So you're learning with your children. Absolutely. And it's great because your children are now. What's nice about this, I think that as parents, we show children that we're empowered with money. Like mm-hmm. we're not afraid of it. We know right. how to deal with it. Right. And we know how to make more of it if we need mm-hmm. more of it. Right. right? That's Wonderful. So now let's talk about your oldest children, right? Yes. So some like you're you have some very successful children yes. that are now, like you said, working on um, television shows uh-huh. and modeling and, and whatnot. Um, so compared to their friends, how do you deal with it? I know there's a lot of social pressures for children to always have like the best of everything. Yes. You know, especially now in the Instagram community. Yes. It's always image versus yeah, perception versus reality. Yes. How do you counter that as a parent? Well, they have a good balance of it. Like the one in particular, Nala, who's the one modeling and working, she has several jobs, but she has something that we didn't necessarily have, which is social media. My children grew up with social media. They don't really know life without it. So she has now a branding agency. She's found herself a, a branding agency that she works with, and she literally gets paid per post. And this is like a new a new model that she learned how to. She always wanted to be paid for who she is. And we have very fine examples, the Kardashian phenomena, that show that you can be paid really for just who you are. And she, you know, a, a lot of people in the family are like, well, you have all this other these other things that you can be doing. She said, yeah, but I can also be doing this. I have influence and people listen to me and that has value. That's incredible, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love this. And talking to you, I, I will have to say, I do really feel like you're a CEO now of your household, you know? Yeah. And um, I think people don't realize sometimes how much goes behind raising children and raising them properly. Oh, yeah. And the experience that you're sharing is mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. Well, let's talk about um, what advice would you give? to the financial industry to do a better job of of helping people like yourselves who've gone through being single, divorced. Mm -hmm. What what do we need to do a better job with on that? I think uh, we would do better to make the terms more real 
implement this in school very early on. I mean, yesterday I was thinking, and I called my children and asked, is there a game that teaches you about money where you actually have a chunk of money and then you have to live life with that money so that you can actually sort of start to apply this? And then how do you invest it and how do you use, you know, there are all these ideas like what's compounded interest, what's interest. Sometimes interest can work in your benefit, but if you have creditors, then it doesn't work in your benefit. You know, exactly. what is, there, there are a lot of mysteries that come along with, um, with this idea. My daughter told me she wanted to rent, um, she wanted to rent an apartment. And I said, okay, well, that's fine. That's that amount. And she goes, and I said, but what about utilities? She goes, what are those? She said, what are utilities? So I had to explain to her what all utilities were. And she goes, that's not included in the rent. <laughs> I said, no. She said, what do I get for the rent? I said, four walls and a roof <laughs> and a floor. I don't know. That's, that's about it. And she goes, so the rest doesn't come with it? I said, it doesn't come with food. It doesn't come with gas. It doesn't come with it doesn't any come of the with other a bed things. Or sheets. It doesn't come with any of those things. So, you know, a lot of times it's just a mystery. And this is why I say you're already paying your mortgage or your rent or whatever it is you're paying, paying as a parent. Take some of the mystery out of the it for children. Don't wait until they graduate school and just be paying, paying, paying. Let them contribute. It makes a kid feel very valuable to be able to feel like they can give something back. And if you raise children who are just takers and takers and takers, they sort of walk through life like that, just taking, 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 not realizing that you have to do something to get something and they'll be happier about it. So this particular daughter just tweeted last week, I'm so proud, I just bought the first thing I've ever bought in my whole life for myself with my own money that I earned. And she bought herself a gorgeous pair of Gucci shoes <laughs> with her money that she earned that she went to work for and she felt very good about that. So proud, right? That she accomplished very, something. Very, very, very proud. And the great thing is people watching this and following her now are inspired too. Yes. Right? Yes. Self-made. She's an entrepreneur. She's a young woman. So it's a yes. lot to be proud of. And she's learning a lot. She works at uh, Universal Studios uh, for an NBC show, her uncle's NBC show, Marlon. And um, she's, you know, she's learning how to work with a group of people. She's learning so many things. So we call that Wayans University, though. <laughs> yeah. It's good to have a Wayans last is. name. <laughs> yeah, Wayans University. There are so many of us. But also, there's no education-like experience. There isn't, right. And, you know, college is for some people, but my children... Are, they decided they weren't going to college. They said they wanted to have experience as their college. So she'll probably spend the next four years doing that. Well, it worked for Mark Zuckerberg, yes. right? And it worked for a lot of leaders. So yes. I think today it, the education is where you get it. It doesn't necessarily need to start at a U. Yes, right? that's right. Exactly. That's right. And they have a, you know, my children come from a, a big family of people who actually are quite successful and didn't go to college. So that's not necessarily in their mind. Mm-hmm. So they're figuring it out, and I just yeah. stand by and let them figure it out. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you.